0: Nurses at Heart has per diem work in multiple states such as Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Virginia, Maryland, South Carolina, Georgia, and Louisiana. Nurses at Heart also hires RNs, LPNs, Mad Techs, PCAs, Dietary AIDS, Receptionists, and Maintenance for Assisted Living and Skilled Nursing Facilities. Nurses at Heart just get on www.NursesAtHeartStaffing.com to learn more about staffing your facility or your own employment needs. Nurses at Heart is a proud sponsor of Close Your Ears Season 3. Back to the show.
1: Well, Put all these chains on like a hurricane. Diamonds, life, yeah. I told my Jew to flood it out, know my Cubans look like yeah. it like young boy really poppin' out Cheetah Benjom like a Richard Mille, I'll bust her yeah. down for bad size, yeah. start comin out Niggas mad I'm young and lit, young boy hottest in the city Young boy still told 9 minutes, my copper band S550 And publishing them just comes so pretty Since I bought that SRT, I ain't never to do the limit could be my last, I still spill. I can no who, you know my nigga, she don't pay no fee. And when it's time to boo, ain't none of my guys gon' break a phone. It's homicide, it's time I slide, leave something on the floor. Bust up, bought that crib so big on my ops can live up in this home Yeah, check on beatbox, this y'all sound like Manny Fresh. Got that bag like Master P, pull that piece like ARM. Pull up in that hot car, pull up, skeet up, put a man. Where you going, you can't run from that sleep in they streets and in abs. Yeah, any nigga I smoke with me, got paid to be uptown. Just from what I said, that nigga Tennessee still catching around. Told that boy he out of bounds Midback truck, I got the bounce Heavyweight, that boy a ounce Lord, Lord When nigga finna stop, can't tell me none I was broke, I got a bag Now I'm feeling cocked Nigga said I couldn't make it jump I told that What just talking about my abs greasy. Feel like Chief Keef, nigga. All you heard was bang, bang, plus bang, leave 'em dead. Ha! Uptown, I'm 700, i I'm seeing red. Uh-huh. Cocaine, trap house, I'm seeing fans uh-huh. Tramp huh. jumping like Doctor J, we sellin' ass. I got that bag, nigga retarded. I started up that cat, the engine sounding like it's fun. And I don't care who got that spotlight, I'm gon' shine regardless. And I'm from Philly, but being that ho, I'm feeling like James Harden. Yeah. Today, like so no nigga, nigga
0: niggas was busy. Traffic was heavy. But well, nevertheless, we got a special guest, and hey, we got. I'm gonna let you introduce yourself. But before we even get into that, listeners, 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 you listening right now? Stop. Look at your phone. Whatever streaming platform you should, you should be listening on favorite follow subscribe to the show don't be afraid to rate or comment we need all that we need that listen we need that it's a purpose behind all that but yeah yeah let's get into episode 131 of course 130 dropped today make sure y'all check that out but go ahead and introduce yourself sis
2: hey everybody i'm shauna it's lashana grant actually from harrisburg pennsylvania on Close Your Ear podcast with Eric. we going to talk about some real stuff today.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Listen, sis, you know how I tell y'all. I be telling, see, some people think they be I'll be playing or, see, they don't be serious. Like I said, last week, a thing was trending for like a little bit. Everybody's like, y'all don't want me on a podcast. I'm going to tell it all. You know me, I'm hitting them up. Well, what up? None of them <laughs> niggas, no, they never come through. It might have been about a good four or five people I hit up. They never come through, but Shauna was talking about something I seen online, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, what up? Let's come talk about it. She's like, shit, Okay. tell me when.
3: Yeah.
0: So here we are, episode 132, so we're going we to get into a little bit of, we're going to talk about a little bit of this. We're going to talk about a little parenting, self-care, supporting black businesses. Mm-hmm. I know how we do the conversation just because. So you said you born and raised here, right? Absolutely. Born and raised. Mm-hmm. Tell them a little bit about yourself and your background a little bit.
2: Well, I, I can say I'm born and raised here, but I'm also a part of Virginia too. Um, my family is there. Um, I spend all my summers pretty much there um, as a kid, back and forth, um, and I still go there. Like it's my home. My family's there. Um, but um, it's not really much to know about me. Um, um I'm from here, I'm raised uptown, Um, I'm the daughter of a single father, many of y'all might know my dad, his name is Danny Elliott, you know, he's an entrepreneur, so, it's in my blood, you know, that's why, he's also a humanitarian, that's in my blood, so that's what brings me here really today, is because helping people, Um, I help myself so that I could help other people, so, um, I just wanted to talk to Eric about it, you know, bring it to light. A lot of people don't um, know information, but sometimes people are scared to ask it. So I just wanted to be a voice, you know, for the unheard and also answer questions that people might not even want to. They want to know the answers to, but they're afraid to a- ask the question, you know, whether it's pride or whatever. OK,
0: that's what's up. That's what's up. So you you was talking a little bit about your schooling and everything. So w- what you went to school for?
2: OK, right now um, I'm. As I stated, I'm about 95% finished. Um, I'm going to school right now for sociology with an undergrad of criminology. I'll be transferring to Millersville um, next fall um, because I'll be, you know, hopefully, God's will, (laughs) be graduated, um, finish this last 5%. Um, But, um, yes, that's what I'm going to school for now. But um, it wasn't school that bought me, you know, gave me the knowledge of you know the self care. It wasn't school. It was um, me having to take care of myself and figuring out how and what to do. That's what got me there. And the through the course of doing that, that ended me up in school. So that's how like the school thing came about. Now I used to go to school prior, you know, for you know to be an RN, but that was early on in my 2000s. Things didn't go my way. I gave up on myself. I felt, you know, I. I no longer had the drive to do it. You know, I was discouraged. So I went back to school and here I am.
0: Okay. Okay. So let's get into the self-care. So like what's, what's some of the things that people don't realize with how important the self-care is and and how that equates to, um, the parenting.
2: Self-care first off is the most important thing that you can do for yourself. Um, self-care, it's five elements of it. You want to make sure that you are taking care of your, there's, first let me back up. There's five elements. There is your physical self-care. There's your social self-care. There's in your intellectual self-care. There is your spiritual self-care and uh, emotional self-care. Those are the five elements of self-care. You can't take care of one without the other. A lot of people feel like self-care is eating healthy making sure your skin's good, making sure you look good when you go out. But it's more to that than self-care and self-care. You have to be able to be 100, really try to be 100% in all of those five elements for yourself to be healed, to go through a healing phase where you're able to let things go, forgive people, and move on. Because that is necessary self-care and being a hundred percent of loving yourself and being able to now give a hundred percent to other things that you love and other people that you love
0: that's that's crazy and you know what you just like we just had a um that was episode 127 step out the box so she was talking about healing she had a healing event Mm -hmm. um where like people come right they Right, they um problems or whatever's yeah. bothering them on the paper then they you know they talk yeah, about I, I it, burn it. it mm-hmm. and all that so it's like it's crazy because you like you just added so much to that conversation we was having it's pretty much wrong right the same and, lines
2: and the thing that she's doing with um that is an exercise for um self-care now I didn't do that per se I'm more so I'm I, I'm a writer I'm a thinker so I journal everything that I was feeling Wrote I, it it. I wrote it down and it didn't start. I, I'll, I'll take you to the beginning, but I'm just going to answer and say this to you. Um, that burning, when you're writing those things down and you are putting them on fire, you are releasing those things from your life. She is 100 percent. And I think that was when you sent me that and I listened to that podcast. That is one of the most greatest things that she's doing, that she's offering that because you have to be vulnerable to heal. And a lot of people don't want to be vulnerable. So a lot of people think that they are at peace. They think they're healed.
0: Their that, that, that attitude is, all right, I took that. That was an L. It's whatever. Head
3: up.
2: Oh, it's way more than that. I'll tell you one thing. If you are truly at peace mentally, you protect that like it's one of your children. And I am not playing with you. You will get yourself out of that
0: in an instant. Before they can even take you
2: yes it is it becomes one of your children and if you don't feel like that about your peace you're not there yet you are not there yet and people and i'm gonna tell you what i thought i was at peace before and i wasn't because i was still reacting to stuff i was because i kept saying you know okay i'm still working progress okay all right no i wasn't i wasn't at peace and i had to realize that and go back in the lab and work some more because when you're at peace you really walk away from stuff, and anybody that knows me, the old me, I'm ready for that smoke. Are oh, you a <laughs> rumble? Yeah, I just like I I, I always I'm not scared nothing. I wasn't scared of anything. Dang, you was a fighter. I mean, I I didn't want to fight. I didn't, but I felt like I had to. You know what I'm saying? But I wasn't scared of anything. So if you was bringing it, I was ready for it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I don't care when to lose. I'm ready. Come on with it. You know. So, but now that I am at mental peace, it's like. I had. I'll give you an example. I was at the grocery store. It was like maybe eight in the morning, and I'm walking through. You know, it's tight in the aisles. I'm, you know, fully figured. So I'm walking through, and I bump the lady. In her <laughs> fully figured. <laughs> you know, I'm just yeah. saying, I'm. I don't, i do not know what fully figured. Me. What you
0: trying to you thick? Yes. Right, I don't know. You know, some girls. Oh, I'm fat. Nah, I don't know exactly what fully figured me. I was about to say, you definitely ain't no big girl.
2: No, but you know, I'm. Uh, you know, okay. So ain't I all bump- your vegetables. Yes. So I bump her. You know, a little bit. You know, and she says, "What? You gonna run me over?" Now, the old me would have got smart. But you know what I said to her? And I knew it. And I After I just said it, I said, thank you, God. Because it let me know that the work that I'm putting in, it is working. It's manifesting in an amazing way. So I just looked at her and I said, you know what, ma'am? I said, it's not even nine o'clock yet. I said, there's no reason to be that upset already. I said, have a better day. I said, I promise you things will get better. And I walked away. And she had nothing to say. So when you lead with that type of conversation or that type of energy, what else either they gonna either they gonna either they gonna accept it and say nothing or they might ask you for a hug like the worst thing that can happen is them saying nothing or them just wanting then you know that that person's angry you know when they when they, they take it to the next level yeah, from that yeah yeah because and then and that's what? when
0: you know just walk away
2: but guess what also people have to remember let me say this all right so you know how we as people, we you'll say, well, I wouldn't have did that. Oh, well, why is she acting we like are, that? She didn't yeah. have to do that. Right. Let me say this so people are very clear. People, everyone's individual, first of all. I'm not going to react to the way you react to things. You're not going to react the way that I react to things. Everyone is entitled to their own reaction. And we are entitled either to accept it or to walk away from it. We as people, we get mad when people are mad at us or we, you know, we don't
0: react the way we want them to react. Yes, we get
2: upset. But if you understand that that person has a right to feel however they want to feel about how you made them feel, you don't have a right to say you shouldn't have did, you should have felt this way. No, because you don't know what that person is going through in here, inside. So if you are to tell a person, oh, um, she shouldn't have did that. She shouldn't have felt that way. I would have never did that. Oh, you may have not have. But guess what? She did. So either you're going to accept what she did or you're going to walk away from it. And that's just it. A lot, that, that would diffuse a lot of this riffraff between people. Accept people for who they are. DMX said it. He said, expect them to be who they are. And when he said that to me, it resonated in so many ways because he said, if a snake is going to, a snake is a snake. No matter if it's hurt first and you get it, nurse it back to health and then it bite you, you, you ain't, why are you asking why did it bite me? It's a snake. That's what it does. So you expect people to be who they are and that's it we expect people to be who we want them to be and we get upset when they are not that person you have to let people be them and you either deal with it or you walk away
0: so this is a sidebar because you know Mm -hmm. i'm a nut Mm -hmm. (laughs) so would you will we will we say cardi b need telling since she threw that microphone at that at that at that lady
2: i would say that she's not at she's not at she's not at peace because she would have handled it differently and I'm not saying that what the girl did was right by any means. Right. And I hear a lot of people say, oh, yeah, I would have did that so, too. But, yeah.
0: You know, we quick to, oh, I would have, I, I, I yeah. wish I would, you know, we, we.
2: But me today being at peace, I wouldn't have done that. The old me, oh, most definitely. I probably jumped in a crowd. You'd probably
3: jumped in a crowd.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah, because at that time I was still angry. A lot of people don't even know that they're angry because they have not went through that healing process. And they
0: try to, and we, and, and again, we mask it again
2: because
0: everybody go through this. And again, right. We all, it's, 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 like you say. We all need it because again, and but it's just so many people that uh, again don't acknowledge it or even know because again, they mindset is all right. I ain't tripping over it. You know, they telling self uh-huh. this, but again, what, what let you know that you still tripping over that thing from the past is how you let things in the, in the present bother you. Absolutely. You know what I mean?
2: Absolutely. And not only that too, when you, when you actually heal, you have to go to the root, you have to go to the root of your pain. I had to literally get inside of my pain, Eric, and it was the scariest and worst thing ever. Because I had to now criticize myself in the manner that I would criticize someone else. Because one thing my grandmom used to say, she would say, "When you point one finger, is three pointing back, back at, at you. you." Right. And when and at that time, you I, as you're growing up, you don't really know what that means. But it's easier to criticize you than it is to look myself in a mirror and criticize me.
0: And that and. and on a healing tip again, this is how you know so many people
2: ain't heal because, like,
0: once you go through that process of healing and getting mm-hmm. to the root of it, you have to take accountability. Absolutely. For for now, it's some things now, some no, because there's some things again. We was talking about like things that might have traumatized you as a in the childhood. Oh, correct. You can't, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. But as far so as your adult life, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the decisions mm-hmm. we make and all that. Like, I
2: had to do that. I had to do it. I'm telling you, I had to find, I had to, I had to take account for every part that I played in any of my situations. Right. And I'm even talking about my relationships, my everything. Cause it's Be- like,
0: I shouldn't even been with that type of person.
2: But guess what? What I realized when I evaluated my relationship, it's what I needed at the time because I had abandonment issues and I didn't know it. Um, see a lot of people don't know my dad raised me. I didn't know who my mom was until I was 35 years old. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't... And I went to the best schools, Catholic school, had the best things. My dad took care of me financially and I didn't want from anything, but not having a mother and being in a neighborhood where you see all your friends, they don't have fathers, but they have mothers. Right. So that's different. You on the flip side. And then I went to Catholic school. They went to public school. So now I don't fit in either place. I don't fit in that school and I don't fit in at my neighborhood and I don't have a mother.
0: And listen real quick. Cause somebody might say, well, how you didn't fit in just cause you was raised by your dad and see, this is how this is me assuming this because y'all know i think i know everything but listen so i'm gonna say you didn't fit in because your dad has certain rules and 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 all the guidelines on how you was raised so again once you get around with your friends they allowed to say this do this hang there go do this they can be out till 11 o'clock at night you know what i mean so it's like it, it makes you a, a, a outcast a little bit even though y'all mm-hmm. still cool and everything yeah. but like certain on this again you ain't as tied in deep with the with the crew cuz my dad when all certain things is going around you ain't ain't allowed to do all that And that's
2: just to say even fathers today they're not gonna let if they raise their girls they're not gonna let their kids be their girls out till 10 o'clock at night and stuff and a lot of my friends were and not seeing that they were doing things that they didn't have any business right but that's my my dad first of all my dad was 17 when he had me so you got a young a young man which that doesn't happen take care of his baby take him into that home with his mother and raise him you don't find a a lot of men that do that you know what I mean today there's a much more now than there was you know back then but you don't find people that are fathers that are doing that so um that was a big thing that was definitely a big thing but also just I was spoiled too my friends were spoiled but not having a mom that's still you're gonna get picked on for that like I don't care if you have your dad or not you're not getting your People that don't have their fathers, they get picked on maybe, but not really because it's a common thing. Right. But to not have your mother, that's not common growing up, especially when I was growing up. You know what I'm saying? So you will get picked at for not having your mother. Oh, your mother didn't want you. Oh, why? Where's your mother at? Like those kind of things. So I spent a lot of time lying about my mom because I didn't even want to tell people I didn't have one. You know what I'm saying? So when you when you got it when you you I mean healing I had to go back to all of that too and for I had to forgive my mom and i because I met her I eventually when I met her I you know I talked to her for hours but I didn't say anything I just let her talk and talk and talk and then I when I finally met her I thought I was ready to meet her but I wasn't
0: so is so when you met her wasn't on your journey of healing yet?
2: Not at all. I thought, no, thought I thought, thought was. I was, okay. I thought I was, I thought that I was at peace. I thought, you know, things were coming around, but I realized when I, that was like her, the big test. It was, and I felt drastically. I didn't speak to my mother again until this happened in two thousand and twenty. 2020 is when I met her for the first time. Um, we were Dang. in Virginia. We were in Virginia, and um, I I told her to meet me there with because um, she lives in all my I, and I found out I have eight brothers and sisters as well. Um, they live in Houston, Texas. So um, I told her because we have family, um, mind you. I didn't know my mother, so I didn't know any of them right. a side Period. Um, I had eight brothers and sisters, but um, they're all over. You know, my mom. She was in California. She was born in Boston, Massachusetts. But I have eight brothers and sisters, and they're spread out all over. You know, Houston. But anyway, um, when I met her, I had when I went when I went back in the house after this, I had to realize through my healing that I put her in that situation also. What I did was I told her to meet me out in Virginia because it was my um, youngest birthday party, and I thought that was a good idea. I thought to bring her in and introduce. Now, I had already met my brothers, a couple of my brothers and my sisters, because they flew out or I flew them out or whatever, you know? And, um, but I hadn't met her yet. I talked to her all the time, but I hadn't met her yet. Right. So, I thought that would be a good idea to have her come to the birthday party and meet my kids all together, meet my family that I love in Virginia. Those are my favorite people in the world, you know? So, um, but when she showed up, it was like... uh, I felt like she um, she took over in a sense. And, and made it about her, and to me, I was offended, and that let me know that. Um, and you, I asked, "You wasn't ready? Yet. I wasn't ready. I was irritated. I was offended. Um, I was jealous. You know, I didn't like. I felt like now. Wait a minute. You weren't here. Now you're gonna come in here. You're getting and, all the attention, and yeah, it's again exactly. all about you because." <laughs> I was upset, like seriously, and I didn't speak to her for, I just spoke to her from 2020 last week. Damn. And, um, I was already, even though I was healed, um, went through my healing, I still didn't know the words to say, like I, I, I wanted her, like I didn't know how to her, approach it because I didn't want her to feel bad because I had to take accountability that she might've been uncomfortable too. She right. might have, I put her, she might have thought that she could do that, you know, but she, just and, and, and
0: again, that's, that's, that's a, that's a big step. Like, again, for y'all to not have never met mm-hmm. and sat down and had a face to face like that. That's a lot. That's like bringing the new dude to the, to the, to the exactly. family cookout or exactly. something. You know what I mean? And it's like. Again, it's hard. You can't tell them how to react. Exactly. Because this is a totally new experience. Exactly. And, and again, she in and, and her mindset, she's like, well, this is family. So let me act how I would act with family. Yep. But again, it's it's, 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 it was, it's levels tall. It's it a process.
2: And I had to take accountability and say I should have had a face. Like you said just a few minutes ago, I should have had a face-to-face with her first. So that you know, because I, I thought talking to her so much over the phone, like we talked, yeah, comfortable and all that, yeah, but, but it didn't. You know how it is, you
0: know <laughs> it that didn't. the over the phone and then the in person is, yeah, it's so it, the physical is.
2: Yeah, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't. So. um I um, there was a lot of things though it wasn't just that you know it was um, a lot of things that I had to deal with um, I had to go back and just crit- when I say criticize myself I had I would open the first page is when I opened up my journal and I the first question was are you a liar you know what I mean I and- can answer that <laughs> yes <laughs> and, and I-, I mean seriously I was asking are you a hypocrite. Like I was asking the questions that we accuse people of being, but we don't want to never
0: directed be. at ourselves.
2: Exactly. And I'm telling you, boy, oh boy, Whew. that is not something that is easy to accept. It is very hard. Some days I did after writing, I didn't write in that journal for days, sometimes weeks running it's from it, just running from it. But I always prayed. That's one thing. And that's what I will go back to too. During this healing process, um, I don't know, some people don't believe in God, but whoever you believe in, whatever you hold to your highest power, you're going to need it. (laughs) I'm going to tell you flat out, you are going to need it. And I, and I say, I I, I wrote a book. I dedicated it to my grandma. It's not published. It's not edited. It's just part of what it's, no, it's a book, but it's a piece of the puzzle. You know, um, God really gave me my purpose after healing like he really really laid it before me you gonna publish it I am oh absolutely it's just not time yet because I got the school um, you know what I mean like it's in level and another mm-hmm. thing people put expectations on themselves Mm-mm, I don't do that because you know I did it before and I did I thought you were supposed to because that's how you were okay at 30 I'm gonna have this 35 I'm gonna have this but guess what when you don't reach that goal at that age
0: then it, it takes defeated. a piece of it
2: feel defeated you're now discouraged because you didn't meet the goal and it's not to say that you didn't put the work in to meet the goal time and then life everything
0: just, happens at its own pace
2: exactly so because i know that now i don't rush about anything everything is on its own time i don't have no one I'm, i don't expect anyone to do anything but be themselves I don't have any obligations on anyone and I don't want to feel obligated. If I feel like you are making me feel obligated, I'm done because that's not fair to people. You should not. I don't care what a person's done for you. You should never make them feel like they owe you something. And that is just point blank, period. If you genuinely done something for a person. Right. You shouldn't feel like they owe you anything because guess what? They don't if you did it genuinely from the heart and they may not be you and you have to come to grips with that, everybody is not going to be you. They're not going to do what you would do. Yeah. You did that because you are like me, I'm a humanitarian. So yeah, I did that. But I know now the things that I was expecting from people, they, there's no way they could have even done it because it wasn't in them to do it. Right. So I put an expectation on a person that had no knowledge or even or what the designed. bar
0: is, he got to, they got to hold up
2: exactly. So you have to. That's where Dr. Umar Johnson says you have to be equally yoked um, with people and your mate and things like that. Because I, I mean, I know it feels good to date a man that looks good and got money, and it, it feels good to date a girl that got money and looking all bad and everything. But baby, if she don't save and you save, she don't discipline the kids, but you do. Those are lifetime fighting. Mm -hmm. You want to fight with that person all the time about that unless they accept what you are teaching and is willing to go with it. If they're not willing to go with it, guess what? Y'all going to be arguing about that all the time. And see me, I don't want that in my relationship. I don't want to wake up and argue with my man about something that he I'm expecting him to do, but it's not in him to do it. And he doesn't have a desire to do it. Find people that are doing what you, ex- what you... Like-minded. Like-minded.
0: And that's what comes in when we were talking about, like, how you raised and
2: mm-hmm.
0: all yeah. that type of stuff. Because, like, again, I don't it it plays a part. Now, I don't think we had to be raised alike. But, again, there's certain characteristics and morals mm-hmm. that people be having. And I, and I think that's where a lot of people go wrong. Like, I, could, I definitely know that's where I went wrong. You know what I mean? A lot of relationships, like... Again, it might have been some people I was with, they had the, because the, 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 I had both parents in the home, so they might have had both parents in the home. Mm-hmm. But again, both parents in the home don't always make it no. picture perfect and they don't mean you ain't going to go through things. So it's like absolutely the differences is still play they self out, but it's like a lot of times I think it's like the characteristics and absolutely. the morals. Because like, again, when you talk about that expectation, like, People that's, that's normally the givers, mm-hmm. they, you know what I mean? Them is the, some of the people that get their heart broken the Absolutely. most with the with the expectation thing. Because it's like, damn, I, was that I did this, this, and this. And then, damn, you can't at least do this.
2: Exactly. You
0: know what and I, mean? I
2: was heartbroken by love, by family, by friends, all of that. So I had to figure out, wait a minute. A lot of people try to figure out how to um, figure life out. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. You have to figure you, you out, out and learn how to maneuver. And once through you life.
0: listen, learn. <laughs> yes, you got to learn you. Yes, and then you learn life. And then once you, you got can't that understanding, though, you, can't you can learn. though. You, you what you learn it's is too unpredictable. But this and that's what you learn. It's unpredictable and it's just certain. You know that's why you learn. Once, once you heal, that's what that's. I I say like mm-hmm. people that got that what they said the third eye and all. Yes. You know what I mean. Like once you figure that out, it's like you got life figured out. Now, of course, we can't predict and figure
3: nothing
0: out right to the t but right. that's again when things ain't bothering you got right. it figured out like yeah. you you know what i mean When yeah. you again knowing how to walk away from certain right. things or
3: right
0: that's right. that's what i mean when i yes. say learn life yes. you know what i mean and that is
2: that is that's it
0: like you like you what you can't control you can't you control. can't control but and that, you only can control you at the end of the day so it's a million other things on this planet that you can't control.
2: Exactly. And let me say this too. People need to stop saying that they know people. If you have not been around a person it takes in so 10 much. years, it takes so or much. for 5 years? People change every day. So just because you knew a person when they were a teenager, I'm not I don't have the mind of a 5 year my, when I was 5. When I turned 10, I no longer had the mind of a five-year-old. When I turned 20, I didn't think like a 10-year-old. So people change on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they change for the better. Sometimes they change for the worse. You know what I mean? But people get into this this, this stereotype like, oh, yeah, I know her. Yeah, she – no. If you do not, if you have not You been know
0: some things she might have done, done or been around or X, Y,
2: Z. But, but you don't know her because even – like one thing about healing too – <laughs> and knowing yourself, there's nothing that anyone can say to me today that would offend me or make me feel ill about anything that I've ever done in my life because I faced it. When you hide from the things that you done or try to tuck them under rugs, and then people bring them out in the light, then you want to you tuck your tail. You, you want, no, you want to fight <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because now you're trying to expose. No, you can't expose me. You know why? Because if you say "Oh yeah, she did," I'm like, "I did,
0: Damn.
2: I did, no. yes, I did."
0: Won't do it again. I, won't, I definitely won't
2: do it again. But I did that, yup yeah. You know, because that's part of like that's part of healing. Like you, you. That's the that's that's the that's what you're supposed to strive for. Like I started before I even got in. Like when I was going through this phase and I was in this door, I was studying Socrates because Socrates is the godfather of virtue, mm. and and virtuism is who you are. That is that deals with your character and how you. You, that's why I say I, I view the janitor like I view the CEO. Like I, I do a lot of things that people have no idea that I've done them. Either I do them anonymously or I don't even care that I don't want you to, it's not for you to tell anyone. You know, I, I just, I don't like being on the forefront when it comes to giving because I genuinely do those things from my heart. If I'm doing it, I'm doing it. I don't need to carry anything around to show it. I don't need to tell you to pull up and look at me do it. i done it, you know? Mm. So that is just, that's just who I am. Now, I'm not saying that people that do it all the time and they want to carry their phone with them and everything that they do for people. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to judge them on that, you know, but how genuine is it all the time? You know, like, and I'm not saying people, like, you know, we have our, um, some of our um, community leaders and things like that. Uh Uh-oh, you know, I
0: like this part right here. Let's go.
2: um, We got some of them, and I don't know them personally. One I do love is I do love Tone. I love Tone. Um, I got the pleasure of, I'm working with him a little bit when he was doing the cleanups and stuff like that, and I just, I, I like his spirit. I know that it's genuine. So, anybody that's genuine gets that whatever. Like I just, I like him as a person and I liked his spirit and that was enough for me. Mm -hmm. What I don't like though is um, the, the leaders that um, I have a 10 year old son. Let me say that. And there has been no community leader or group that I could actually take my son to because most of them have it booked up for their friends and their family. Once their friends and family fill it up, you Ain't no room for the community to get none, you know. Or, I
0: got d- one for you, Mr. James Lyles. With
2: I got him now, yep, I got that from your thing anyway. You t- talked about him on something, and I friend requested him, got him, so yeah. yeah. But- see,
0: that's what it's about, right there. That's that's yeah. that's what the real listeners yeah. is supposed to do, and you know, we put the good people out here that's yeah. And again, see, I don't play that like if if I don't if I don't fool with you, if I know you personally, or you know, mm-hmm. I know some things. Mm-hmm. Nah, you ain't getting up on here cuz again, yeah. you ain't I'm if I, if if my listeners is having trust with the people that I'm p- giving to them. Nah, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't doing all that so. So
2: let's talk about um, the community for a little bit. And read. that's why I brought it up because a lot of people All right, listen. We're going to take a quick oh, break. Go we're going to
0: take a quick break. That's what we're going to come back to the community and also I want to ask you about some books that you would read cuz you mentioned the Socrates. So I want to oh, talk okay. about some books you was read, why? Healing and all that. But we're going to take this quick break. Before we take this quick break again, here's the reminder. If you're listening, follow. What's the other word? Subscribe, follow, favorite, whatever platform you're listening on. Again, don't. I need some rates. I need some comments. I need some ratings. Y'all better have some this episode right here since I said it twice. But listen. It's episode 130. We got Shauna Grant in the building. We talking that real talk, you know what I mean? But it's your Ears. We'll be right back. Peace for a second.
2: What up, y'all? Thank you for checking out Close Your Ears podcast. If you would like to find She Gets It pod, you can find it on all of your podcast apps. And you
1: can find me on the Stereo app. But most importantly, if you want to listen to our already recorded show and be on top of things,
2: check your Apple, check your Spotify, check your Google, check your Red Circle. You can donate to the show, but please check out She Gets It Pod. Just put it in there.
1: If it's yellow, that's me, okay? It might show up twice in some places, but look for the one. That's the oldest, all right? That's the show. I appreciate you.
0: What's up, listeners? This is Ice Pick. Y'all know how we do on Close Your Airs with our fan base and our listener base. We're all about giving back to the community. If you heard episode 106, we had Pastor James Liles on. He has a ministry, 10 times better youth ministry. and. He's also taking donations for the whole month of February. Donations can be sent through cash app to dollar sign D hope. Louse that's D H O P E L Y E S. Now, if you heard the episode again, this brother has been not only donating his time with mentoring to our community throughout the whole seven one seven area, but also, um, Again, things he do, um, he set up pantries all across the city and all across 717 area, actually. He fills these pantries up with um, toiletries, eggs, milk, um, you know, things that, that, that the prices be sky rising on with the grocery stores and everything. So, you know, he gives back in more ways than just doing things for the youth as well. He give, He's giving back to the whole community so we need everyone to help chip in this is a good brother doing good things he's really out here in these streets working and of course he ain't funded by uh uh nonprofits or governments he gets it all for the muscle so again if you got if you got it in your heart to give you you if you give to us this is another uh, another program that you can give to again that's the youth 10 times better ministries and donations can be cash app to. D-Hope Lyles, that's D-H-O-P-E-L-Y-E-S. Thank y'all for listening, show out, send that love over there to the ministry. Now back to the show. Yo, we back, we back, we back. Episode 131. We're still number one on them good pie charts too for business and entrepreneurship. Mainstream, man, indie, well, no, on the business side, we still number two on the mainstream chart, this fucking NPR. You, you listen to NPR?
3: I don't.
0: They got, like, five different channels and shit, man. They fuck, but they number one. We number two on the business side, though. Yep, I, I
2: always read the Wall Street Journal You, and really stuff. <laughs> you don't listen to <laughs> do Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I, we I, know I, you
0: you listen to CYE, so yes, that's all I that do. matters. Yes, so,
2: I do. You know what I mean, but. I got a couple that I listen to, but they're more for ins- inspirational speaking and stuff like that.
0: No doubt. Oh, what was I about to say? Oh, I didn't even, um, I'm bad at this. That, that that song we heard on the intro, that was Ricky Baby. Um, Damn, do I remember the name of the track? Don't remember the name of the track. Young Boy hottest hottest y b hottest young boy that was my young boy ricky baby yeah i'm terrible at that i'll be playing the intro music i'm supposed to tell the people who
2: they listening to who they
0: listening to where to find (laughs) that and all that oh man you know we we getting it together though but Mm -hmm. let's get back into this she over here dropping jews trying to Nah, uh, you dropping them. I mean that's, that's like they say, real rap, son. Real talk. <laughs> I was going to say what we we were we coming back to so um
2: you said you wanted to ask me about Socrates.
0: Yeah, so what books cuz you I know you mentioned that part of your healing process you did a lot of reading.
2: I did. Um but the Socrates I was actually going to the um the Encyclopedia of Philosophy through Stanford. And that's where I was reading up on Socrates. Damn,
0: Ms. Peabody?
2: I read. I like, I've like. i always been a bookworm. And now my reading, you know, before it was urban books and stuff like that when I was younger. But as I started getting older, it was more of um, inspirational books, really. Joyce Myers, Ayanna Von Zant, um, different, um, I don't know, the authors and stuff. But anything that I felt um, compelled... To read i pretty much just picked it up and read it
0: so hold on so the zaza and the casamigos wasn't part of your healing
2: no
0: that can't be part of the process
2: what is zaza's oh yes that definitely was but not the casamigos no not
0: that because again you know how that's a, you know some mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and not to say not to say that, that again because what you don't know, what you don't know. But right. you know, our people, mm-hmm. we go through things. First thing we want to do is have a drink. Mm-hmm. Make sure we got some smoke. Yeah. No matter how, but you know, especially yeah, the dude, the absolutely. more damaging it could be. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's where a lot of our people turn to. So
2: but you got to think, too. um A lot of people think that um like I'm addicted to addiction. Addiction is not just drugs and alcohol. I'm addicted to bad behavior. I don't know why. I like bad stuff. I don't. I like bad people. Like bad, you know, bad boy. You know, like I always. And it was because I became rebellious as a kid because I told you I went through a bit abandonment. I felt abandoned, so it was rebel after that. I rebelled anything that <laughs> they wanted me to do right. I did the total opposite of because it was fast. It was fun. It was you know everything bad is always fun. Of course, you know, mm-hmm. church ain't fun. You know what I'm saying? But. um... I rebelled, so I became addicted to all of the things that I've I've learned through the years, and emotionally, I went into the darkest spot ever. Just pretending to be happy, you know what I mean? Pretending to be happy when you're not is horrible, right? And I don't mean coming outside smiling because you 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 know you're mad at your boyfriend. I'm talking about inside when your heart is broke. No matter. What you know, and it doesn't have to be broken from a man, but just like I told you, as a kid, like my heart, I feel like my heart probably was already broken, you know, mm-hmm. from just not having my mom. So now, when I'm dealing with these guys, I'm trying to fill that void. You can't fill a void <laughs>
0: with something else that, yeah, that's you, that's no, that's a personal joint, yeah, like you, yeah. You only can fix that issue with, yeah, attacking that issue,
2: absolutely. And you have to attack it rawly, like hard. And uh, I, I mean. People that's been through it, they know exactly how why I keep going. Uh, because it is so hard. You do not want to do it once you start. Because the things that you have to face about yourself ain't always pretty. And people may come on you know, their Facebooks and stuff and make it seem like life is grand and they're smiling for the book. I don't want to do that. Hmm. I, don't, I, I don't want to smile when I'm not happy. When I'm not happy... I'm not happy. And that's just it. I learned to be vulnerable. Because not being vulnerable and trying to be strong all the time and not dealing with your own pain will break you. And that's what happened to me. It broke me emotionally. And I went into the darkest space that I had ever been in my life. And I did not want to come out because it was comfortable. And I didn't want to face anybody or anything. I didn't want to. Because now... After you've been broken and you're in that dark space and you're so vulnerable now, you don't want people to see you like that. Because, oh, I thought she was, I thought everything was good with her, Mm -hmm. you know. So you don't want people to see that. So you don't want to even go outside. The only I was going to work and home. I was praying for rainy days because that would be a reason that I could say, oh, I don't have to do it. It's raining outside. I hate the rain. You know, that is what I was doing. When, you know, before I was able to get to that process of, you know what, Shauna, this ain't gonna work. Like the the devil will blind your eyes in a way where you will only see what he wants you to see, and you will think that you are where you need to be until you break and you ask God to show you. And when he should, because when <laughs> when he opened up my eyes, and I'm telling you straight up. I'm a very, very clean person. My home is clean. I keep, you know, I don't play about my house. I was so broken that I hadn't realized things were the way that they were in my own house. And when I say that, yeah, I still had nice furniture, nice stuff, and all of that. But when my eyes truly opened and I was no longer blinded by all of the pain and all of that kind of stuff, my walls were dirty as hell almost died <laughs> seriously you though you got OCD um a little bit yeah. but not a lot but a little bit but i say that to say i when i looked around my house it wasn't mine but i thought because but i didn't realize it
0: you say you peeped the walls first
2: yeah I I did, But I didn't realize it. That's what I'm trying to say. When I say the enemy will blind you to make you see what he wants to see. When I walked in my house, I thought that thing was crispy clean until I broke.
0: Mm. And then I
2: came out on the other side of, you know, that. You're
0: like, oh, shit, I ain't cleaned the walls in about two, three months.
2: That part. So it was (laughs) like, and 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 I'm going to tell you, this healing process is not a month. For two months. Like, right. I am still, like, I'm, today, Continuously. I'm good. I'm good, right. but I'm still healing. I'm still, that's why they say you're healing, but you're still, um, what do they say? You're healing. What does it say? I'm broke. No. I forget what the saying is, but I read it somewhere, and it was, like, perfect. It was, like, um, I'm something, but I'm, I'm healing, but I'm something. And it was more so saying that, you know, you've been scarred, you've been broken, but...
0: I'm okay, though. I'm
2: okay, though. Yeah, so it was in the just of that. And you
0: pretty much, you're probably, you, we never completely heal, right?
2: No, I don't think you really can. Um, I don't think, because some things hurt, you know what I'm saying? And, um, like, I can say that I am, that's why I say healing is not a destination. It is a journey. Because if it's a destination, that means once you get it, you it's stop. Stopped, yeah, right? it's a journey. You never stop. It's like a lifelong and it's a thing when you are, when you're healing and when you're, um, you know, at peace, that's an everyday process, too, because even though it's easier to walk away, people still test you. They test you even more. It feels like then because and sometimes you got to remember that, yeah, you're at peace, but you're still human. So sometimes you may find yourself getting ready to pop off, too, but you got to remember to pull yourself back. And that's where your discernment comes in. Like my discernment allows me to walk away from things. My discernment allows me to know when something is good for me and when it's not good for me. It allows me to know when the energy's right, when the energy's off. You know, like you just gotta, you really gotta just get in. My my best advice as far as healing would be get inside. If you haven't gotten inside your own pain yet, you didn't hit. You're not. You're not even at the beginning yet. Because that is the beginning. So how
0: do you get inside your own pain? Like Face yourself. It, to do
2: Put yourself in a mirror. Everything you criticize somebody else of, criticize yourself of it. See if you are as perfect as you say you are. And I guarantee you, when you start doing that, you'll see. But
0: what if you ain't going to be honest with yourself? Then you're so not going
2: to ever heal. You're mm-hmm. never going to be your true self. But well, guess what? A person that is not honest with their self will never be honest with anyone else. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. while you sitting there with your friends and, oh, that's my girl, yeah, she would never lie. But if she's looking in the mirror lying to herself, she most definitely will lie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. And that's why I say to me, I pride myself on not being a liar. Because I'm okay with it. I'm okay with the truth. The truth hurts sometimes. It's fucked up.
3: Mm -hmm. But...
2: It's life and you got to deal with that shit. So my truth, I'm okay with it. If you know something about me that I did, okay. You was there. if you was there, you did that shit too. Trust and believe that. Mm. And and another thing, like just because a person goes to church or reads the Bible, that does not make them perfect.
3: Uh-uh. They
2: are of the flesh. They are human. They are they can still make mistakes. Now a hypocrite, that's something totally different. You can't point the finger at somebody and then you do it yourself. I got a problem with that. But if you are a person, one thing my dad used to tell me, because my dad was, you know, he got in the church real heavy, became a minister and a deacon and stuff like that. And and my thing, you know, as a child, even though I grew up in the church, I would always say as I got older, oh, I ain't going to church. I smoke weed. I ain't going up in that church. You know, I ain't playing with God like that. Oh, that's not playing with God. Because what I learned is that in due time, if you are serious about your relationship with God, in due time, He's gonna take everything from you that doesn't that you don't need or deserve, or that you're not supposed to be having. He's gonna take it from you. I find myself, and I know and I know it to be true because I used to smoke every day, every single day. But as like do this part of my life, this little section, this journey of school and trying to build what I'm trying to build, I find myself now. I barely smoke during the week, and if I do. Uh, it's probably maybe a half a blunt. What I'm talking about, I used to smoke smoke. So he's taking things from me without me even really realizing. I'm thinking I'm getting Trying tired to of it. No, not, you,
0: you overdue. No, nah. I'm overdue.
2: I got something in the car. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like I still, like I am still who I am. You know what I mean? And like, and I believe as long as I keep living my life in a virtuous way and treating people the way that they deserve to be treated and how I want to be treated whatever platform that I am supposed to be on, God's going to put me there. And if weed ain't in that platform, it won't be there. Cause he's going to make sure that it is gone right now. He, he's I, I'm assuming that it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Because it's still here. He's dealing, I'm dealing with it. And I'm not, first of all, Christians, I'm not saying that God said it's okay. to <laughs> You know hey. what I'm saying is, listen,
0: it, you, it grows from the earth. So it
2: does, it does. But it's, what I'm saying is to each his own, yeah. you know, um, I never heard of nobody, you know, losing their mind over it, you know. So as far as I'm concerned, that's my recreational, and I'm okay with that. If you have a problem with that, that's not my problem. That is your problem. And that goes for everybody. When a person, if you got a problem with a person and they really didn't do anything to you, that's your problem. That's not their problem. That means you got some work to do on yourself. One thing about me, I have never, ever been a person that judges people based off of other people. Now I can take some advice, but your relationship might not be the same relationship that I have with that person. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's, that, that ties into business too. You know, we're quick to hurry up and say, Oh no, don't go there because they did this, this, and that. Okay. What if they were having a bad day? People, (laughs) people are human. People have bad days you know what I mean? Some, I remember I used to be like, and I there's so many things that I had to realize. And that's why I said I'm so thankful that I'm where I am now. And, you know, my mind, my body, my spirit, everything. Because I could remember at times I would get mad if I would speak to someone and they didn't speak back. I would take it personal. And guess what? You have to realize that what if that day. They just having a bad day. They having a bad day. Home just was not right when they left there this morning. And here you go. Good morning, but their mind ain't in it. You know what I mean. And, and, and but you're 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 taking it personal now. And now you don't want to speak to them no more because they didn't speak to you that day. And she acting funny, but what if she wasn't? You know what I'm saying. So we have to stop. We just have to stop always trying to know the answer of what's going on with someone else because you don't know, especially if you're not asking. Now, if it was a personal experience that you've had with a person, then okay. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't share it, share it, because that might say enough for because some things that people share, that's enough for me. Hmm. You know what I mean? But that goes against the character of a person. Now, when they start talking about the character, character flaws. yes, that's something that you might want to say, oh, heck no, because if they do it, to one they're going to do it to another. And we know that, you know what I'm saying? Or in due time, they yep. might didn't do it to you yet, but they probably will. Yep. So you have to be like that like character and personality are two total different things. Character, you start getting that when you're about five. Personalities change. Mm-hmm. The day I'm not am I'm, I'm 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 hectic today. That's my personality. Tomorrow I'm smiling. Now that I'm the personality. But character oh and that's that. where
0: so many people get they get that yeah. misconstrued. Yes they the do. Game they assume because your personality is this way mm-hmm. that you're this type of person and it's not and and be so off you know be what i
2: mean be so like, off bad. be so off and that and that's uh, and you know what Eric, it's lack of knowledge we i know in and, and another thing just because a person isn't rich or they're not winning does not mean they can't teach you something does not mean that they do not have information to help you get to your next goal. Because let me tell you something, all winners ain't winning. And all winners ain't happy either. Mm
3: -hmm. You
2: know what I'm saying? so if you really want to know things and really want to win, it does not always have to be from the person who you think is winning. Because that person that you think is winning might only be showing you the top layer. There might be fifty under other layers under that thing that you have no idea, or don't want to touch or anything, but you're looking at the top layer and thinking that that person is dropping these Jews for you to win, and here somebody else is giving up, give them everything that they got.
3: Hmm.
2: You see what I'm saying? So you just have to be, stop being judgmental, stop judging people. Um, that's another thing I learned. I do not judge people. Um, I, I I tend to tell you know view it as lack of knowledge because when I didn't have the knowledge that I have today, I did things wrong but when I learned different ways I'm doing things right and that's just the bottom line and you can't be a solution to a problem if you're judging it or criticizing it that's just, you can't, you know like, people are quick to judge people but when it's their friends it's okay Mm. You know what I mean? If you do it, it's the worst thing ever. But if their best friend did it...
0: Or they me somebody cool it, It's with... all
2: good. It is all good. Yeah. And you know, and they t- t- tap-dap at each other. Wrong is wrong. And right is right. And that's just... And, then, and it goes for anyone. Now, what I will say is... Um, a person that I love and my friend... If they're wrong, no, I'm not going to blast them in public. I'm going to go with them right then and there. But... When we are done, we are going to have a conversation. You know what I mean? Because I do support my friends and I support my families and I want to do that in the in the best way. You know what I mean? And I believe that when you get on, I don't understand why people do this with their family and friends. Go to Facebook with it. I think that is the most immature thing in the whole wide world. I just think that if it's a family or a friend, you should be able to handle that.
3: Call
2: yeah because guess what those people your friends on facebook that's entertainment for them they're laughing they're showing their friends they're screenshotting it they're sending it to other people it, it, it it's just a mess so why even why put that on a public a public platform when it's personal between you and your friend or your family like, I don't get that. So as black people, I just think we have a lot of um, educating. We need a lot. We, we, we have to um, educate ourselves more, you know, just on how to be a better person. Start with Socrates. Start read up on virtue. And that might change the way you start turning pages in a different book. Is all I'm saying. Um, And I'm not perfect and I'm not the best person. I haven't always been the best person and doing all the right things. But at 45, I strive to do them every day now. Every day I live my life in a virtuous way. I try not to be, I, I definitely I'm not walking around mad at nobody. Anybody that's done anything to me or I've done to them, forgiveness is definitely there, whether I said it to them or not. Cause you have to forgive people for yourself. Cause you can't heal if you ain't forgive people. If you still walking around talking like, "Yeah, I don't fuck with her," that bit, you're not healed. Because it wouldn't matter. Cause you would already forgive them for what you, for whatever they did. You would have took up accountability for them in that part that you played in having them there, and you would have moved on. If you mm-hmm. still got to walk around talking like, "Yeah, fuck," that, 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 you're not healed. You're not worried about healing. You don't have enemies when you're healed. I'm telling you, because it's not you. Kevin Hart said it too. He said, why in the hell would I use all, carrying all that energy of not liking a person when I could be using that energy positively to love one of the people that's right here? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you got to refocus your energies. Learn learn how to focus your energies. Learn about your heart chakra. Make sure he's turned on.
0: Yeah, say that again. Yeah. Your heart
2: chakra. Make sure it's turned on. Because I thought mine was off. I thought it was, and it may have been.
0: That's that spiritual shit?
2: Mm -hmm. Your heart chakra.
0: You be playing with them crystals and all that No, my niece
2: is very, um, my niece actually, um, y'all know my niece, Dayana. Dayana Ritter, my baby. (laughs) But um, she is really big on that. She studies it. Um, She's really, she's into self-care just as I am, but she's more into with the crystals, the chakras, the meditating. And meditating is a very good thing. Oh, my God, it's beautiful. Um, it really allows you to be engaged in yourself.
0: What's crazy, though, is like along on my journey, mm-hmm. I'm be the most toxic motherfuckers. Yo, them stereoty- <laughs> yo li- listen, for real. Stop. Listen, mm-hmm. it's like, where's all your patients? It's like they be some of them be real judgmental. You know what I mean? Like some of them look down if you ain't into that shit.
2: But that, but you know I'm, what? I'm talking
0: about my my yeah. journey. Of, yeah, the, I and understand. The, and again, I, I I've come across like somebody just made this somebody that was into that. They made a post on, and I they ain't answered the joint. But they was like they um. They're very, their patience is very short, especially when it comes to the male species. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, we're like, what's spiritual about that? Like, But that, that's
2: what, you that's, still got to remember people are human and everybody that say they are at peace, ain't and that at peace. peace. That's what, th- that will, now that we're so having this I conversation. So I guess I'm coming
0: across the people that's trying to put the mask a, on and perpetrate and.
2: Exactly. And let me, speak, I'm glad you said the word mask. So, um. There was this thing it said, um, I, I can't remember because I read a lot, I'm telling you. But there was this insert that I had read and it was talking about hats, the hats that you have to put on daily and how you can lose yourself. All right. So you start off as yourself, right? now you got to put this hat on to go to work so you got to kind of be a different person at work because what you do outside you're not going to do at work all right so you come out you take that hat off now you got to be at the soccer field with your kids so now you got the soccer hat on the soccer mom soccer dad hat on you got to do all of that you now you got to you're with your friends now you got that hat on you go hey you know got these different hats you lose your- people lose the the insert was saying that you can lose yourself that way because people become so involved in the hat and the facades that they wear that they forget who they are because now they got all these different hats that they're wearing mm-hmm. and they never take them off to be their true self. You can lose yourself wearing many different hats.
0: Now you don't know who the hell you is. That
2: part. So It's, it's, it's a lot. and And I'm telling you no one person can tell you how to heal or be at peace. There, my my healing process and my peace process all that came from so many different
0: but it starts with opening up your mind.
2: Open up your mind and trust in God. That's for me. I don't know who everybody else trusts but for me that's why my book is called for the love of Julia because I feel like who's, I never who's Julia? my grandmother, my great-grandmother. Mm-hmm. I never seen her outside of the church. My whole entire life she never wore pants, anything. She died at 94 September 16, 2016. Broke my life. (laughs) Sorry for that. Yes. But without that root. That process. That root conditioning of who God was being a kid growing up like that. When I went into that dark space, if I didn't have that spiritual um, connection, I wouldn't. I don't know how. I don't know if I would be sitting here right now because it was dark for me. It was very, very dark. And I don't know. Some people won't admit to it. Some people are too prideful because I was a prideful person too, too prideful to let a person know really that they were broken and that they had to fix yourself and that they needed work because everybody wants to be perfect, but there's no way in hell that you can be perfect. You can't. You can be perfect for a person, for somebody, but you cannot be perfect. You're not God. Who are you? You can't be perfect. Hmm. You know what I mean? Even those that feel God is within them, you know, you still cannot be 100% perfect. You can't. There's no way. So stop. (laughs) Stop trying to be. People are allowed to not be perfect. People are allowed to hurt. It's okay for you to hurt. It's okay for you to cry. It's okay for you not to be okay. And people are afraid to say I'm not okay. And that's a problem with the black community too. We don't want to say that word or what not. We, we want to make everybody think that everything's good all the time. You
0: know, nigga, to say, if, if I ain't, what you, you going to do you put,
2: about <laughs> it? You see what I said? My cousin <laughs> put that on his Facebook post. I said, pray for you, love on you, encourage you.
0: If I'm but, not okay.
2: Let me tell you this, too. So,
0: um, nah, I feel that, though. No. Like You kind of got to the game, but that's the not wanting to be vulnerable. You right. know what I mean?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I had my cousin come to me. I... T- I t- um, I went to my cousin, um, Lori's 50th birthday party. Right. And, um, before getting there, I'm not going to, you know, speak about the, my the cousins that involved, but one of my cousins came up to me, um, and said, cousin, she's like, I love you so much. And I was like, I love you too. And she said, um, somebody told me you had nothing but good things to say about me. And I said, why wouldn't I? And she said, you know, cause she's been through, she was in addiction before and all of that kind of stuff. And I, she said, I said, why would I talk bad about She was like, because, you know, everybody else was saying bad things, but you didn't say anything bad. And I looked at her and I said, and this is this goes to her and this goes to anybody that I come across my job as your friend or um, a person who cares. My job is not to put your flaws in your face because you already know them. My job is to make you remember who you are. So you can fix your flaws
0: but that's how family be
2: though That's and i told her that and she she cried she cried because she couldn't believe who i was today in the fact that when everybody had something to say what i said to her your flaws we know our flaws eric you know what you you know what you gotta fix you don't need me coming to you saying, Well, you need to do this. You already know what you need to do, what I need to tell you. Like I said, I I jumped right in. I said, Well, what if I'm all I'm the what if person. Okay. So, all right, so what if okay, she did that, but she did that because she was hurt because of something else. You know what I mean? So you can't just be going around downing people and talking about people because you don't know what people go through.
0: That's what niggas do. You know yeah. right that. They'll hey, kick you
2: when you're down.
0: How's Sicily doing? Uh, she uh, still fucking with that shit. Is, uh, everything nice. Just stole $45. <laughs> Instead of just saying, you know, she right, she she hanging in there. Exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. Like stop like, like stop throwing our family and friends under the bus, guys. You know, Bitch just oh pray. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's Shauna doing? You know how she is. Yeah. You doing her. <laughs>
0: Boosting,
2: Yeah. <laughs> stealing <laughs> everything. <laughs> but you know, you stop doing that. Like seriously though. On a serious note, we do have to stop doing that. Because one thing that Dr. Claude um mentioned is um we've been conditioned to think the way that we think against each other. Because um he calls it upside down thinking. <laughs> um, but it is a condition because it goes all the way back, and I know a lot of people say, "Well, they always talk about slavery. Slavery don't got to do nothing with today, but it does, because the, the 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 thought process you have when you think back into your slavery days, there was fifty-seven revolts, and out of those fifty-seven revolts, that's all it was. It was fifty-seven of them. Um, it was yeah, fifty-seven, I believe. This is what I read. Um, fifty-seven revolts, and after, <laughs> out of all fifty-seven Revolts. Guess who told? The niggas. Exactly. Guess why?
0: Because they wasn't revolting.
2: No, because they were... The slave owners and the masters told them that if you find out who's revolting, who's holding them, when they're leaving, we got this apple and we got this candy bar, it's yours. It's yours. So they were getting... I always say the word monetary, mona, mona. I know somebody's on the phone, say it, get it out, get it out. But it's like monetary, I always, always mispronounce it, but it's like monetary Mr. Missions or Master Missions or something. But what it is, it's when they are taking from, they're getting something in return. So that was the beginning of us turning on each other. Because they knew that if they told, they were gonna get something. And back then, right now, an apple and a candy bar don't sound like much. But when you were a slave, that's a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? And it's worth turning on your people. You know, and that was, but that was the mindset that was instilled in us from the beginning. So, why do you think there's rats? They turn each other in to get something for themselves or their families. That didn't just start with our generation or the generation before it. That's type of thinking started back in slavery. So I know people say slavery don't have nothing to do with today, but it does. Everything. It has everything to do with it because it's the mindset they put. Okay. So now check this. They couldn't, um, they come up, they say, okay, um, all, at first all of the blacks were slaves and you know slavery wasn't um there was always slavery but it was religious you know it was war you know war if you were in war like that type of thing it had nothing to do with color it had nothing at all to do Are you with talking color. about back in the bible yeah, days? yeah yeah it was the bible days it was slavery but it was you know it had nothing to do with color Oh, so the slaves
0: it, was the same color.
2: Yeah, yeah white slaves. Yeah, they're, Black they're, slaves. They're, yeah, all it was no. It was because it was about. It wasn't about your color, of your skin. It's about what you did. You know what I mean? That's what put you into slavery. It, your action. It was like
3: a crime. Yeah, was yeah.
2: Or you know something with the Bible, or you disobeyed, or you know something like that. It had nothing to do with the color of the skin. But what happened is, guess who played with slavery first? We did. That's what made slavery, you know, there's so many different things. Like, we always point, we do point it at the Europeans, which is correct, but we taught them a lot of the things.
3: They like, took it to another level. Just, that's all they
2: did. That's all they did. If, and that's you. why I say we have to stop. They learned how to separate us. They, they they started separating us. They made us slaves. Then they said, okay, they're starting to revolt. we got to find a way to turn them against each other. So then they said, okay, all right, we're going to use color. The light skinned ones, they go in the house, the dark skinned ones, they stay outside. So now it's a color thing. How many people, how many um, of us have family members and you hear color struck? How many black people have heard the word color struck before? That means they have family members that are in favor being lighter than the dark ones. You know what I'm saying? So that was if that it came from slavery, there's still that today though. There's still that today. And that mindset came from slavery. So they started separating us through color now. The black one, the, the light skin ones are better than the black skin, the dark skin ones. Now, because at first we were fighting together, now they needed that's too much. They fighting together, and they know we have enough power. We can overturn some shit because it's a lot of us, and we're strong. We are strong. We're very strong, and we're we're the creators of everything. They just stole everything from us. You know what I mean? We mm-hmm. created everything. They stole everything and mm-hmm. put their Preacher. name on it. So, so it's. Um, the color is what made us different that made us go against each other here so now that broke trust the revolts broke broke trust because the soldiers didn't know who to trust no more they so they wasn't even doing holding the revolts no more because you know anybody you know you don't even know who you can trust now Uh. and that was all within each other We're the only community that don't come together when it's war. I'm telling you, these Europeans, black, white power, all that stuff, they can hate each other. But when it's time to come against us, what do they do?
0: They unite. They
2: unite. And they do that in business and everything else. We are the only ones that will not grab hold. We won't grab hold because we love ourselves and we are so jealous and we are so selfish that we would rather just take care of ourselves and nothing else. And we'll do anything to do it. And that's sad. That's sad because what you learn in economics is what we do today will affect our children later. So if we are at the bottom now economically as a black culture, now what do you think is going to be left for our kids? There's only 13%, just to let everyone know. There's only 13% economically (laughs) economically capital for black people to even get. Two, and they're still all compl- that's, left. that's all that's left is 13% we fucked up. It's, that's it because everything else is tied up within the Europeans and all of that so it, we only have 13% so we have to come together everybody talks about oh yeah we did have a black Wall Street yeah but that's not something that we can't do again they use the tools that everyone that Dr. Claude Anderson and everyone's talking about Power economics. Read it, because that is what's gonna get us back to the Black Wall Street. But we gotta trust. We have to trust each other. To and you, trust in unity is what they, builds they community.
0: Built, they actually building it back up. And um, where where it originated at? Um, what was it? What? Um, I read too much. I'm more. high. Tulsa is it? No, not Tulsa. That's not Tulsa. Uh, damn. No, Brother Sloan gonna be mad at me. I know, Excuse no, I know, and I've, I've been taking shit.
2: notes on this stuff. And oh.
0: yeah, you supposed to be Umar's niece.
2: I ain't Umar's niece, but I like him. He's very controversial. I Like white
0: girls, so I forget the black history sometimes.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> let me tell you about the. Um, and you know what? And it's to each his own. And I know that a lot of um, my I'm gonna tell you why me personally. I wouldn't date a white man. And this has nothing to do with anyone else's preference. The problem No, finish looking it up. Okay. The multitask. problem yes. My um <laughs> Oh, my phone died. That's oh. what the problem was. Um what was I gonna say? What were you?
0: You don't date white dudes. Oh, yeah. No the, no the no, reason, no roster on your pasta. The what reason they say? why <laughs> I don't
2: know. <laughs> I thought it was no milk in the coffee. <laughs> but the reason why I do not, um, date, will not date a white man or wouldn't date one is because I'm always thinking of the root of things. And I just don't know how content I would be sitting at his family table. I don't know if his parents' parents parents were racist. I don't know if his parents' parents' parents were slave owners. And no, I wasn't a slave, but I don't feel like I just don't feel like they would ever understand when it comes to my blackness and how I feel about it. And I I want someone to be able to relate to that and understand that. And I just don't feel like a a white man can understand that because he hasn't experienced it. He hasn't experienced being black. I posted a thing on my Instagram. It was a white lady sitting in front of a crowd of all these white people. And she said, all right, whoever wants to be treated... As black citizens are today, please stand Elliot up. Shit. She said, please stand up. Nobody stood up. Then she said, oh, wait a minute. I don't think you heard me. If you want to be treated as black people are treated today, I want you to stand up. Nobody stood up. So they're very much aware. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? So it's things like that. that I,
0: I made an appointment to, um...
2: What did, you, did you look it
0: up? Oh, yeah, I was right. It was, um... Tulsa, 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 yeah, the the Greenwood District. The Greenwood District. Yeah, but they um, my bro, he be down there all the time. Mm
2: Mhm. And you said they're building it back up.
0: Yeah, they they opening up, trying to you know fight to keep all that. But yeah, yeah, a lot of the um, they build, they trying to build that, not trying, they they doing it so.
2: Yeah. And, but we all, if we all can grab a hold on it, because I'm still learning it too. Like, I'm, 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 I have the, um, the tools and I know the basic steps of what we need to do. Now I'm learning on how can I get it out there for our people to even understand it, to do it. Because it shouldn't be only in this state or only in that state. When you go to any state across these United States, every nationality. As their own town, Chinatowns, where you can they bind within each other. The Hispanics, they bind everything within each other. Like, every state has it. We are the only ones. I don't know how many times people have to say that for people to understand. We are the only ones that do not have a black community. Maybe when they don't understand. you go into that
0: community and everything you bind is it's black. black.
2: Yes, black. And, that's what, and people don't know. I don't think people know what community is either. Right now, we have neighborhoods. We do not have a black community. We have neighborhoods. A community is, as you stated, where we are buying and selling within the community from each other. Not the Hispanics, not the Asians. You you need fish for your restaurant, you're going down here to Billy Bob Morrison and getting your fish. Yeah, ain't no
0: Billy Bob well, in Mort- I know, that's why I hate
2: to throw Morrison on the back be, of that. <laughs> be like, oh, blizzy.
0: Be <laughs> really blizzy. But
2: yeah, you then that's where you, and, and you know what, um, to say that is so funny because she I followed the DJ, Reeves, she, she, something Reeves, his last name is Reeves, and he had made a post, and he said um, that there was an opportunity for DJing, but he didn't have all of everything that was needed, and someone else ended up taking the gig, and they also didn't have all the things that were needed, and he said, he said, dang. He said, man, we all could, if we all would have had different parts, we all could have came together and got that money together. So if you enter, if you, um, network within your people and trust them, we can get money together. And he, and he made that post and it makes perfect sense. If you have a restaurant and you need food to be supplied to you, you should be buying from a black vendor. Or a black wholesaler. Or um, Miss Kate that sell, that gets fish for the low. Or so-and-so's grandpa that goes fishing and brings all this fish back. That's what you should be doing. And when I bring my money to you to eat when I'm eating from your restaurant, or you shouldn't be taking your money to to, the, to 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 the Asian. You should be taking that money to a black person within your community. That's what a community is when you're buying and selling goods within each other, with each other. And we don't have that. So we don't have a black community. So people keep saying the black community, but we don't have one. We have neighborhoods. We have black neighborhoods with black people in them. But we do not have a black community because there's nobody here buying and selling from each other. Even when we are buying our wigs and our weeds. It's
0: just hoods because they shooting the shit up. So ain't nothing neighborly about it.
2: I heard that. I heard Just
0: that. the hoods. But listen, yeah. so so on the black business thing, remember we was talking about again. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna tell me five wings <laughs> for ten dollars and then the dinner for eighteen with two sides. That ain't too
2: much. Like, yo, I mean, come on, yo. You gotta think too. The price of chicken wings went up two forty, two seventy-nine a pound. You know what I'm saying? And like I told you in that post.
0: All right, it's so so don't, more... all right, so the price of chicken went up. So don't kill me on the size, then, damn.
2: Listen, I'm not saying that all the black businesses, um, that every black business tries to triple, quadruple their. I know some of them may, but what I am, what I was trying to make clear is that you may pay a little more dealing with black businesses because we do not have the resources that the other companies have. The Asians again, and the Hispanics but, but have. But again,
0: if I, if I can go to this black business and they shit is way cheaper, like again, like it's But black.
2: how do you know, you don't know what resources they have. Maybe they should come together and combine their resources so that this business as well can now compete. You know what I'm saying? Because they're... You're you're asking the black business to compete with the Asians and, char- and char- charge the nah, same. No, not, the, I'm not no, saying that. No,
0: because everybody now got a food joint. We we can probably sit here and name
2: yeah
0: a quick eight different food joints okay. black owned. Mm-hmm. So again, now you got to compete with just amongst amongst each, each other.
2: other. Absolutely.
0: So, I mean, and me, I'm gonna tell you, I like to eat out, and I go to the different spots. So again, like. When, when my folks is like you want this uh, I see I don't even want to try the food that shit that high I don't care if you paying for it or not I was like man nah, I'm cool off them man like that's but high you as this.
2: fuck but would you, now let me ask you this if you went um to the Mexican restaurant and their meal was $18 when you got your tacos and your little stuff you would pay it that's what I'm saying. We don't want to pay it because we feel like our, we don't trust our people. Nah, it
0: ain't even about trust. Cause I go in the
2: restaurant Listen, and drop i
0: I'm, I'm, I'm always going to go, I ain't rich. I'm always going to the cheaper spot or the, right. you, look, you know what I mean? So right. I'm just
2: saying that was like that, that, but that's not, that's only a portion of the Applebee's issue. be has got two for
0: 20 cause. Dang.
2: <laughs> but that's, <laughs> but that's only a portion of the issue though, because you can take your money into that black business. But if they're not taking their money to another black business, it still ain't bouncing.
0: So I don't know that anyway. So that's why, yay. Yeah, hey.
2: You mm, know, it still mm. ain't bouncing. So what I suggest, even though I'm not a restaurant owner, or black, a food owner, but I know that you can buy a half a cow. You can go to the farm and buy a whole cow, and they'll cut it down for you and everything. Get together with your business partner. I mean, with your other local businesses. Say, hey, we all serving food here. Oh. Why don't we go? Dropping cheese. I don't know- why don't we go get this cow, yeah, break it down and you know, and go from there. But we are we, we competing with each other but not in a friendly manner. We compete and then try to knock each other off. We don't want to you don't take your business over there. Nah, that's not what see, it's supposed that's to be. You
0: definitely can again be in the same lane. Yes it's natural it's the it's the natural of the, the you competing with everybody. But again, just because we compete, no I mean we gotta be rivals. No, we, we can don't. help. We can still, we still help, each other. Together, help each other.
2: Absolutely, that's what's gonna build the black community. That is what's gonna build it.
0: Damn, you said they can go out and on a cow, chop the head, chop it down for you.
2: They will. People know that. I I know people that I work with that they're they have deep freezers and they be like, man, I, I we don't go we don't go to the. Grocery you don't think store.
0: them niggas using food stamps? Stevie? That's what you said. What, you don't think a, them niggas using food stamps?
2: Where at the well, some of these niggas. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure
0: oh, some of them are. I, I'm sure, oh, I'm I, sure I, some
2: of them. Now, if now, <laughs> let me say this: if you are using your food stamps, even if they're buying them, oh no, even if they, they're buying them, but there's personal. But it's still, you don't need to do a fifty a profit of fifty percent. You don't need to take all the profit. All like right you, I mean, <laughs> if you are really using food stamps, like <laughs> like Eric says, that may be happening. Be mindful. Be mindful because you're getting it free for real. You're not. They don't
0: need the fifty on the dollar. What they
2: listen? Let me tell you something. I know people. People (laughs) are greedy. You got to realize that too. (laughs) You know, and that's just not black people. People are greedy. They gonna get try to get it off. People. I ain't even gonna get into that. I, I do try to support black businesses, but I do feel what you're coming, where you're coming from. I just try to stress the fact how important it is for us to support black businesses within our communities, and and they need to get together and start making our money bounce. If you're in a position where you have a store, you have, um, you know, you're feeding people, or you you have clothing stores or whatever, you guys should really be networking together, coming together to try to come up with um a big number so you could get more for your buck and and find like wholesalers and things like that come together so you guys all will win because everybody always say i want everybody to win but you don't you hide information if information is for if you want everybody to win i shouldn't have to inbox you to get the information Put it out there. Let me read it. Let her read it. Let him read it. Let's see. Because just because it worked for you don't mean it's gonna work for us. But you can still drop those jewels on us. But you only want you want you you only want to tell your friends. So you don't want everybody to win. You want your mm-hmm. friends to win. You want your family to win. Don't say you want everybody to win. And the craziest thing is you should want everybody to win because it's enough out here for everybody. Mm-hmm. We have to change the way we think. We have to change the way that we think and start trusting each other and having un- unity between each other. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and trust everybody because some people is straight up everything. You know what I'm saying? But you should be able to know, you know who would be good for you and who. And you gotta live and learn too. Sometimes we might think somebody was good for us and they went not we we took that L. But that's a learning experience. Stop taking it as you know. Oh, I ain't never taking that L again. Oh, you might. You know what I'm saying? So. You know. Yeah, but yeah, we got a lot of work to do, and I just want to be you know, I want to be in that mix. You know, I really do. Um, it's genuine for me. It's not, I'm not going in it like, oh yeah, I could really get paid in that because to be honest, this sociology, I make more at my job now than I will when I start in my field. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, I know that I'm going to take a pay cut, but I'm okay with that because the process, you know what I mean? The end result of it is okay for me. You know what I mean? And money to me isn't everything. I've, I've taken lesser amount jobs just because of my family. I put my family first. I put my peace of mind first. I put my sanity. I put my health. I put my spirit. I put all that first. And then money. Because if you're, you, how many millionaires have you seen on TV? They often their self, killing themselves, unhappy. Money don't make you happy. Money, it doesn't. It can buy you things that you think are going to make you happy. But if you are not happy within yourself, it doesn't matter how much money you have. You're still going to be miserable as hell. Point blank period.
0: Point blank period. Yeah. You done preaching?
2: Yes, I
0: am. You done? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, this was, this was definitely a good conversation. You know, it's a pleasure having you on. Thank you, know you know very I mean? much. Hey, whenever you, I see you, can go. So.
2: Yep every time i get anytime i get more information as as i keep you know elevating through my journey i'm always going to come and try to if it's on your platform, somebody else's platform, or several platforms.
0: Listen, get with um step out the box. That's mm-hmm. her um Facebook joint. Oh, oh,
2: oh yes, yes. From the thing. But studying. she
0: be she got um a YouTube content mm-hmm. channel, so you can definitely that. sit on there. Y'all can have a conversation. Yeah. just how you know.
2: And that's what you're supposed to do: get yeah. with like-minded people and doing the same that you things that you do, so you can make it big.
0: Yeah, that yeah. you
2: can make it because you want to be. A, of sir, if you're really of service to people, as long as the people are genuine and are there to put in, there shouldn't be a reason for you not. I don't think there should be a reason for you not to try to network and come together and look at the bigger picture. A lot These of people,
0: niggas need healing.
2: But they don't, they do. And they need to start looking at the bigger picture, not just tomorrow. And I know a lot of people say, oh, no, I live for today. Yes, live for today. But there is a tomorrow. Like, Yes,
3: Mm.
2: you know, prepare yourself, get in position, get your kids in position. You can't have generational wealth without putting that work in. People want to be wealthy. It's a difference between wealth and rich. Wealth comes with your property. You know, like when y'all go and Google with somebody's net worth, that ain't their cash. That is their properties, their properties, their homes, the businesses and all that. That determines your net wealth. Your net worth, so wealth and rich are two different things. So do your homework, educate yourself. I'm educating myself. I'm doing my homework, and I'm only gonna get smarter. So catch up. Yeah. <laughs> Real talk. So. Thank you,
0: thank you, thank you. You 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 trying to you be doing the um speaking and you trying to speak at events. I, and all I, that? I
2: am gonna. That is gonna be. This is actually my first time. Um. I am going to get into that, but I, I, I don't know how to multitask. So right now my focus is school and my kids' activities and stuff. Once I get...
0: Like, In that space.
2: Yeah. Like, I don't want to put too much on my plate, and then I start, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got enough on my plate right now. Once I complete one thing, I can take that off the plate and then put something else on the plate. I don't want to overexert myself. I don't want to put expectations on myself that unreal you know unreasonable expectations i just want to do what i need to be doing and as long as i keep doing it everything's gonna manifest anyway whether i'm speaking a year from now or two years from now if it's supposed to happen it's gonna happen
0: hmm. y'all heard it y'all episode 130 shauna grant thanks for joining bum, us
2: bum. thank you thank you yo everyone.
0: 717's number one podcast close your ears we out